Hello and welcome to the Can't Race for Shed podcast, the only CRS podcast this week that is allowed to drive for Williams, even though we are in the Red Bull program. This week's episode is called Tangerine Dream. I'm joined tonight by my regular co-host Jimmy. Say good day, Jimmy. Hello, everyone. And I've never dreamed about a fruit, but uh, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that one. I just, just dropped that I'm... fruit. I'm quite happy I managed to get through that entire thing without botching it for once. <laughs> it's about fucking time. <laughs> so, I guess what, we're sort of not struggling for content this week, but, I mean, the Zanvoort Grand Prix itself, which is where we'll start, because there's bigger news at play, but we'll leave that for a little bit later. Um, Zanvoort Grand Prix, not the worst we've ever seen. Was it the best? No. It, it, was, it, it wasn't terrible. It was really good to watch. It looked brilliant. It just lacked any substance, if, if that makes sense. It just, it was brilliant. I, lo- I love the Dutch fans and their passion, except for the flares. Yeah. Flares can fuck off. But the, it sounded like a fucking the entire thing. And I, I immediately just before the song in the background, I said to my wife, go to Sanvoort. Yeah. It was brilliant. And it no, absolutely, it did. And great. It, just nothing And And that, uh, the, the Tarzan corner, brilliant corner. Yeah. It, one of the only, one of the only corners where you can look at F1 drivers and go, hey, they're, they're doing something different. Yeah, it, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching them drive around it, but it just didn't. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it was. It's what I. Oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, it's, it's very much got got that Hungaro ring effect, where if, if it rained, and just a little bit before anyone gets PTSD, but just, just a little <laughs> bit, then it would have been probably one of the best races of the year because add a little bit of rain to a track you can hardly overtake on except for Monaco. Monaco's in its own box of bullshit. Yeah. But any other track that's hard to overtake, Hungary, anywhere else, you add a little bit of water and it's brilliant. You get some of the best races of the year. But without yeah. it, it's it's a bit of a possession. It it it, it is. Um it's what I'd call a hot lap circuit. So I'd put Monaco in there, um, Zanvoort definitely, even Bathurst to some extent. It's basically brilliant to watch on a Saturday, not so good on a Sunday. Yeah, I'd, However, I'd that's that's the only race of the year that I make sure I watch qualifying is Monaco because that's that's the best bit of that weekend. After that, unless it rains, it's it's a relatively boring Grand Prix. All your names, Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. However, the overtaking, what little of it we got, all of the overtakes were absolutely brilliant because you actually had to work really, really hard for them. Yes, unless you're so, Lando Norris and then you just hit the deny button, which is also called <laughs> turning check. left. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called punt checker. Um, 
we'll get on to that. The 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 race started, and uh, every single person in Australia had a heart attack because Daniel Ricciardo looked to be having some issues with his car. It was it was smoking. It 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 did the smoke, and we all know smoking is bad for you. I d- I did see that, and the 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 misses started shouting loudly at the telly. She she loves her some Daniel Ricciardo. So that there was shouting, <laughs> telling, shouting. E- explaining how this can't happen and it's not 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 to her, Danny. <laughs> That's actually kind of cute. That's any anyone even gets remotely close to that man's rear end on racetrack and she's just screaming no at the telly. It's not allowed to happen. You cannot overtake Daniel Ricciardo. Well, he, in the end, he and McLaren were very explicit about it, played a Valtteri Bottas role. Basically, Checo is coming through. You are going to hold him up. And much like Bottas, he lasted about two laps and then made a hash of it. Yeah, I... I think when there's that much of a deficit like that, it's it's difficult. Um, I will, to Valtteri's credit, say Max was having a stonking weekend all weekend. Oh, <laughs> and oh, yeah. Timed that to perfection. There wasn't a great deal Bottas. And I did shout with the telly at the time going, that's the worst defence I've ever seen. but in hindsight what were his other options pull to the inside right after the last corner and Max just would have gone around the outside it was it was very little he could have done other than punt Max off well he did that two weeks ago yeah so he's already used that one (laughs) you don't want that trick to get stale (laughs) Um... so Speaking of Bottas, actually, the the radio message that he got about 10 laps in. (laughs) Valtteri, at this current pace, we will not be interacting with the leaders. How demoralizing a message is that? When you already know you're on your way out. To be fair, like... And... You look at the race results without Lewis stopping to have to get back fastest lap because of Valtteri, mm. who did back off, but apparently nowhere near enough. Yeah, he was nowhere near Max or Lewis. Like I think Lewis was just clinging on to Max, who I think was. I don't think Max was pushing. Uh, I, don't, I, don't... I think he was. As he was sort of. I don't think it was easy. It wasn't relaxing. No, no. It, de- it definitely wasn't easy and the one-way street, but I don't think he was on maximum max or super max or whatever the kids call it these days. Which which actually was playing before the race, if you <laughs> listen carefully. They played yeah. max, max, super max before the race. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think he was firing on under he had, but Lewis and Max drove away. Oh, yeah. Just... They were 20-plus... Well, uh, Lewis managed to do a pit stop, come out easily in front of him still. Yeah. 
I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think they lapped all the way up to to Gasly. So I think they even lapped Gasly, which is fourth place, which actually we should mention too is an amazing effort in AlphaTauri. Fully yeah. justifies his contract. Yeah, get absolutely. On to his teammate a little bit later on. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's what it's, else? It's clearly like I'm sorry, but Max and Lewis are in in the league of their own, and I'd yeah. say. But when you're told at this pace, you're not fighting for the league. Like Mercedes needed Bottas to do one thing this weekend, and that was be in Max's pit window. That was the Couldn't only be. way Merck were going to beat. Max at Zandvoort this weekend. Um, Lewis couldn't almost do it. Lewis was struggling, but at least he was in the pit window. That's the thing. The split strategy only works if you're in that person's pit window. Yeah. Mm. And before we sort of move on from Zandvoort, we've got a couple more things to go on with. We've got the return of Mazaspin in free practice too. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's back on that. We've also got of Mazakil Vettel um, and Mazakil Schumacher. Yeah, um, we've also got the return of Spinala Vettel, Spin Bastion. Yep, literally spun, and the first thing I said was Spinala. Yeah, it's, it's a reflex at this point. Um, yeah, we had Lando hitting the absolute deny on Checo. Yeah, Checo, and and actually Red Bull playing a little bit of a blinder with what they had. Checo got knocked out in Q one, missed the uh, timing line by about a second, I think, to start his final flying lap. Well, absolutely fuck all, and they thought, well, we're down in fourteenth anyway. We know we're going to have to replace an engine. Why not do it at probably one of the most difficult tracks to overtake? But we're down here anyway. Let's take the grid penalty and hope he's not that far down again. Yep. And Which I think was a little bit of a blinder. I'd, I'd be honest, I feel I'm probably going to end up down there again at some point anyway. <laughs> no, he's having no. a... No offense, Checo. He's having a really shit. Ever since he got that contract, yeah, he's, he's not been performing. I mean, he, he started off really well up till about ooh, maybe Silverstone. Maybe I like to think, but obviously, he's the first Red Bull driver. Second driver since Daniel Ricciardo to get a multi-year contract. Ever since yeah. they started putting children in the car and them not doing very well, I like to think when they were coming up to the old contract negotiation thing and like the same thing that Pierre and Albon have been through and obviously been booted from the team. And Kvyat had been booted from the team as well. I, I really like to think that Perez just walked into those contract negotiations to Helmut Marco going, you're not quite doing what we want. We're not sure we're going to keep you. And him just turning around and going, who the fuck else are you going to get, you old, wrinkly, wonky-eyed cunt? Come on, I'd, who? <laughs> I, I imagine he walked in there, and because Checo's been around for a long time, he said, I'll yeah, do exactly. it for six he pesos. You have the six pesos and all the tacos I can eat. Yeah, and 
and then they've gone, well, that's more we can pay Max. I, I think Max needs his own private jet. Yeah, six pesos, mate. You're in. Do you know what? I've, I've, you got to be concerned for Red Bull, really. Mm. But the, thing, fact, actually, the thing... concern for most teams, but the only reason I'm saying concern for Red Bull is purely on the. Obviously, next season we go into completely new territory. Yeah, no one the... has any idea. Yes, yeah. could probably have the best car. So Red Bull fucked this up, and I know they've got Max under a longer contract now. But there's a performance clause in there. Yeah, if Red Bull get this wrong. The Dutch, the Dutch economy is going to be destroyed because they're going to have to spend <laughs> all their money on whatever team he goes to. That's going to cripple a small country. I'd imagine the Netherlands would start their own like Team Orange, tell McLaren to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it's ours. Yeah, ours. Ours is more of a sort of hot, hot orange. Yours is papaya. Yeah. Um... But it's it's interesting that Checo's having a really rough run. Checo's behind Bottas in the standings, behind Norris in the standings, and no one's, except Helmut Marco, no one's going, oh, he shouldn't be around next year. Granted, it's a new car for him. I thought also it's because we know Checo's a known quantity. We know Belov, we've seen what he can do. Versus... We've seen what Bottas can do in a Williams. I don't think you Bottas... know, it, it Bottas wasn't be... some random. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, see, this is the thing. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I rate Bottas as a driver. I don't like. It's been again, and we're going to get onto this later. Mercedes fans. Or <laughs> even then, Lewis fans or whatever. I don't care. We're going to get onto this later and cover this one in the ranty, great, dirty details. Oh, there's a there's a massive like four rant rant section. Coming yeah, up. but sorry, apologies for that. Uh, but <laughs> there's uh, people said they go, but uh, boss has your shit. He's incompetent. No, he's not. He's a genuinely quick guy. But he's just up against someone in his team that is quicker is you know and unfortunately i have to say this statistically the best there's ever been yeah and again like you you put him up at you put bottas up against statistically the best there's ever been and again if we're going to rate max so highly they're in more equal machinery this year between Lewis and Max. I'd say Red Bull have the advantage at the moment, but it's the most equal it's ever been. Yeah, I'm not saying that advantage is what Merck have had over Red Bull for the last four years running. It's not no. that much. Merck have I've... basically pulled the competition's pants down for like six years straight. Yeah, so I'm 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 not saying, but that it's that sort of difference, and Lewis is keeping up with. In that sort of sense, no. Max is phenomenal, but he's also up against someone who else is phenomenal. And again, we've seen this over and over again. But Lewis and Max drive away. Yeah, if if Max has the kind of team that can deliver a car like Mercedes did, that has a significant advantage 
over the rest of the field for oh, Max's multiple world, years. Max's world championship over and over and over again. It doesn't matter who they put as the number two driver. Yeah. Max's But that that's what I mean. There's there's a potential and I know people are gonna hate me for this, there's a potential he could become as good as Lewis Hamilton. I I honestly think he he is. And this is coming and from he's a Lewis young enough to do it. Yeah, this this is coming from a Lewis fan. No one is irreplaceable. Everyone will be beaten. There is always someone better. Whether that's them better at you at your peak or whatever, there is always well, someone that will come on top of you. Everyone thought Michael Schumacher's records would never be broken. Yeah. Lewis it, has it, broken them. I, I would say someone is irreplaceable because no one, as long as Max wants it, no one is ever getting that first Red Bull seat. Helmut um, Marco sucks Dutch dick on a daily basis. He, he's the, doing better than Kelly PK. <laughs> the, the, the Dutch fans are massive. That has been a huge bit of marketing for, for Red Bull. And I imagine they are like, if you're Dutch, don't at any point think Red Bull like you. They no, like your they wallet. They like your money. <laughs> yeah. And they are <laughs> literally just rubbing up and down on that chubby right now because you are filling their pockets with their special orange 33 t-shirts. God, they made a mint on t-shirts this week, didn't they? Holy oh, shit. Hell. Like, even the local flare salesman got to put his kids through college. Oh, local fucking flare salesman's a piece of shit. Um, one last thing we should do is is a couple of the bits of team radio we had. <laughs> so we had James's battery. Fuck off. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> so we had on lap five. On lap five. Of a 72-lap Grand Prix, Lewis Hamilton was already complaining about his tyres. Lap five. It's because his tyres were dead, and then he set fastest lap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's literally, I, just to explain it, I have a drinking game between me, my dad, and my brothers that when Lewis complains about his tyres, we drink. But I love towards the end when Max was starting to stretch out a gap a little Lewis, he asked his engineer, is he complaining about something? And the answer <laughs> to that is emphatically yes. Yes, he was. <laughs> they just know. <laughs> is he complaining about yes, everything. He's complaining <laughs> about how lucky you're getting with traffic. He's complaining about his tires. He's complaining. Uh. No, there was one thing he didn't complain about. Didn't complain about Dutch fans. Best fans in the world. But they're not, though. They threatened to murder the man at one point. <laughs> I just love the fact, like, he... Like, Lewis knew which road he needed to take with that one, which was kill him with kindness. As the most overly polite thing I've ever heard. Like, didn't even turn around and say... And it's very Lewis thing to do, would have been to turn around and go... Orange flares are a bit of a joke. Couldn't see the track at one point. He didn't even complain about that. He just what knew. You... Yeah. That's not <laughs> that's not how you're gonna get away with it. And the Dutch fans were brilliant. They 
less booing. They partied hard. Clearly, Heineken sold out that week, but not that zero zero stuff. Fuck that. <laughs> what you mean, the stuff that your favourite bloke is uh, is peddling at the minute? Did you see the thing, Sky? I don't Sky. Were, I don't think you would have seen it, but we're basically doing this thing where they they would deliver this Heineken stand to your house, which has got like a it looks like a pit wall, and there's a couple of tellies on it. You get two iPads and and a beer tap. And I have not really... seen that, but I want one. Yeah, it looked really clever, and there'll be something in there that, you, that will change your mind about wanting one. But it it genuinely with the stalls. The team what, sit on and everything. West End. No, no, it comes with <laughs> Heineken. Zero, I like zero. Heineken. Oh, that's what was on all tap. And I couldn't help but think... taste. <laughs> all the piss taste of beer without any of the getting drunk and forgetting your sorrows. And so, I've Lovely. tried zero zero stuff because they peddle that shit at Silverstone every year. Like it's going out for, like literally they are. Well, they are actually giving it away in the tiny, tiny little cans. Going, please try this. And I've tried it, and it's fucking awful. <laughs> like, usually someone's giving something away for free. You just open your bag up and go, come on, fill it up. Or um, Johnny Walker always have stands around Silverstone, obviously sponsored mm-hmm. McLaren. And you go there, God, and they will, they will give you a sh- bit of their newest whiskey mix or whatever they're, they're doing. And they stamp your hand because you've had one. And then what you immediately do is rub that stamp off and go to the next stand some and, get, yep. and get more. The Heineken, just go stand to stand. Yeah, the, the Heineken people, they don't give you a stamp. They just go, do you want one? And then do you, two? Do, do you want, will you please push the car? Please, <laughs> please. Like, we they, need to sell out of these by the end of the day. It's not even selling out, they're please, giving sir. them. It's just every every time you see them, like they'll wander around whilst you're sitting on the grass, going, "Do you want to try one?" You just end up laughing at them, going, "No, I've got ale. Why would I want that? I'm here to get drunk." It's almost at the point where you go, "Fuck it." Do you have a Bud Light? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> better than Heineken Zero Zero. It, it, it genuinely, like when you're sat there and. We, we had it. We it was just before qualifying. We were sat on a bit of grass, um, and they must have come up to us like two or three times. Just... Actually, if you're at Zandvoort, you can be sat on a bit of grass while inhaling a bit of grass. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's, that's a, for some people another bonus to that Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there's there's another one that you probably can't use. At the track, but I don't know. know. After, after a long day, you might get a little lonely. <laughs> I've long been day there. of watching Verstappen win. I've been there and I've walked around that. Yeah. So has my daddy got punched. My mum gave him a good whack. And actually, the security guard at one of the clubs uh, complimented my mum on how hard she hit my dad. <laughs> No, no, I was quite fortunate. My wife was with me whilst we were wandering around it, and her only obsession was to find the blue light district. What? Is that police? No. So obviously red light is girls, and there are many girls all stood in the windows. Yes. That's even 
Even seven-year-old me can remember that one. Yeah, can can confirm. That's definitely a thing. But blue lights are for be boys. That they're, they're for boys or women that might still have some boy bits. No, mate. That's that's Thailand. That's, no, that's, that's, no, that's it's not there as the well. Netherlands. We we walked past one window and it was blue. And Sam was like, "Oh my god, we found one!" And also stood in there was a very large gentleman who obviously goes to the gym quite a bit um, in a wig, and there was a very large black phallus-looking thing suckered to the wall. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it wasn't envy. I was feeling it was fear. <laughs> anyway, this conversation's taken a weird turn. Yeah, we've got back on to to, to um F one news. Please. Have we done have um, we done is that Zamvort done? Have we decided we've pretty we've, much, yeah. We've covered Zamvort. There's been some contract talk. Should we do the contract talk? Then we can have the rants. Yeah, we should do that actually. It's it's not even like it's a like we've we've held this contract stuff off like it's a big fucking secret. No, it's it's literally the worst kept secret in any industry. Yeah, Valtteri Bottas has finally got the thing he's been looking for in a marriage, which is a multi-year deal. Yes. The is... interesting thing is, who is going to be with him? He doesn't know who his partner is. It's like one of them Indian arranged marriages. He's got no idea who he's married for the next couple of years. I I think Jesus is keeping that seat. I don't think so. I think it's going to be Callum Eilat. I just quietly. I, oh, Eilat's a Ferrari driver, isn't he? Mm. Oh, because so I, I, was, I was thinking Jesus is only going to keep that seat because he's Ferrari driver. But yeah, clearly but not. Eilat and Schwartzman are Ferrari drivers too. Yeah, and Eilat actually looks like he's got some real talent. So is Schwartzman. Technically, so is Alex Albon. He drives a Ferrari in the DTM. Yeah, I know. It's plastered in Red Bull. It's still a Ferrari. Yeah, but there's a difference there. He's not an actual Ferrari driver. <laughs> still counts. He's, he's as much a Ferrari driver. Actually, he's more a Ferrari driver than he is a Williams driver at the minute. If he if he's a Ferrari driver and then you might get into a Williams, I he's the Kim Kardashian of race drivers, just jumping into bed with anyone that pays. It is the male Formula One version of Kelly PK, just whatever's <laughs> hot at that time. <laughs> have you won a world championship? Yes, yes, we have. <laughs> You're in. Oh, actually, just to backtrack real quickly, um, Max Verstappen now tops the list of race wins without a world championship. I did see that. Yeah, I just wanted to cover that. So, yeah, whilst we're bouncing around, yeah, obviously this news that everyone saw coming, Valtteri Bottas has left Mercedes, and he's got a multi-year deal at Alfa Romeo. Good for him. I think he deserves to stay in the sport. So, yeah, that pretty much covers that one. I haven't got any more... Jokes yeah, about some, that. Um, some unknown bloke is going to partner Lewis Hamilton. Some guy that no English fan has ever, ever really cared about. No one yeah. talks about him. 
He's... I've got no idea who he is, actually. Tried to kill Bottas at one point, I think. Yeah, he did. And then Bottas took his revenge by killing everyone in front of him. Anything you can do, I can do better. <laughs> oh, actually, speaking of things people can do better, one more thing from the Zanvort Grand Prix. Um, having Jensen Button on commentary oh. showed just how good a job Nico Rosberg did. Can you please drop the sarcasm? <laughs> That's not sarcasm. It It is. Because you're just wrong. <laughs> Nico Rosberg is the second greatest commentator of all time. Changed my mind. <laughs> because he's the fucking worst. Honestly. If he didn't piss you off so much, I couldn't give a flying fuck about what he had to say. But the fact he gets oh. you so riled up makes him my favourite commentator of all time. It was so bad. Like... Before the podcast, I had to explain to Jimmy because Jimmy didn't get to see it. His fucking grid walk because apparently Martin Brundle was too good for Zanvor consisted of hanging around Mercedes for a good five minutes whilst no one would talk to him and him going, oh, that guy used to do, do my strategy. Oh, I know that guy. None of them would talk to him. Shortly followed by looking at the Red Bull going, I don't know anyone there. They won't talk to me. And then lazily walking <laughs> down the rest of the grid where no one would talk to him at all. To the point where he couldn't get anyone to talk to him. And Lazenby and Karun Chandok were stood at the side of the same circuit, very close to Nico Rosberg, talking to Christian Horner. Because no one wanted... To, they had to cut away from the grid walk because Nico couldn't find anyone to talk to. They've basically gone, mate, it's a bit embarrassing here, isn't it? Yeah. And then shortly followed by any bit of fucking talking he had to do. Jensen Button, genuinely good pundit. Actually insightful. Doesn't say for sure. Brilliant. Let's have more of that. Let's stop getting Nico Rosberg back in. It's a fucking twat. And he's not a good commentator. I swear to God, I will come to Australia and cut you. (laughs) For sure, I'll pull over, mate. I'll fuck you up. I will greet you with the most amount of spiders you've ever seen, which is actually being in England, that's one. Uh, I'm... Absolutely fine with spiders, and I see many of them every day because of my yeah. work. So, yeah, you 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 you're fine with piss ant little piddly non-venomous English spiders. Come to the big you, leagues, champion. <laughs> you you got nothing over there that scares me because I know what you've got. You ain't yeah, got never, you ain't got shit. you've never seen one. You, you ain't oh, got shit. actually. We do. We do have shit, and, and there's a story coming up later on, so just brace yourself for that. Like, look, let's face it. Unless you're going to... That gets rid of your red back issue. <laughs> or under the toilet, which is that common fantasy. But they're under the toilet. Actually, remarkably, they're not in households. It tends to be toilets in the middle of fucking nowhere that don't get used. That's where they are. Um yeah. If you're willing to drive all the way to Sydney, and I don't think you are because it's... On a web, yeah. 
you, you can get the old Sydney Fonderweb, but I know an interesting fact about them. Or the trapdoor spider. Yeah, you, your Sydney Funnelwebs, mm-hmm. they are really venomous to us. Literally kill you real quick. Do you know what they're not very venomous against? A boot. No, cats and dogs. <laughs> cats can oh, really? twat. Cats can twat those things around all day long and get bitten, and it won't hurt them except for the bite. They are near enough immune. I know that uh, Sydney funnelwebs keep little frogs, um, as almost like pets. So they guard against the real small insects that might pose a threat to the eggs, but are too small for the spider itself to worry about. Yeah, that is, that is a thing, which I think is kind of cute. But it's, it, when you see the pictures of it, actually, they have a tiny frog. It is actually adorable. Yeah. But so, yeah, anyway, we, we've gone off subject again. We have slightly. Sonoda's been given another contract, another year at AlphaTauri, which is really surprising because he's probably one of the worst performing people on the grid so far this year. I don't know. Have you ever had a small Asian lady shout at you in in Japanese? Even for though a, Marco's a, afraid of that. Yeah, yeah. She is waving <laughs> a slipper at that man whilst threatening him. He doesn't yeah, know but, what she's saying because he's far too old and racist to figure it out. He's just gone, but, all, right, all right, he stays. But Alex Albon's mum's a small Asian lady with the criminal record. Yes, that is true. But he he already got rid of that one. <laughs> that's and that's... Clearly like, she he, doesn't he, know how to yell enough. I, I think... Like he sat there and went, You can't hit me because you're on parole. Do what you like. <laughs> God, I'd like to hit Helmut Marco. <laughs> fit Just everyone in the would. face. But I'm, you might straighten his eye out. Like I, I'm starting to think that maybe that's how it got there in the first place. Yeah. Um, so, what else have we got? Uh, so all we're waiting on really is who's going to part Latifi at Williams. It's going to be Nick DeFries or Alex Albon. We're waiting for who's going to partner Valtteri Bottas at uh, Alfa Romeo. That's either Callum Eilat, Robert Schwartzman, or uh, Italian Jesus. I, th- I think you might be right with the Eilat call. I think, Bo- I think Bo- so. But Bottas and Eilat, which uh, to be fair, actually, if I was Bottas, I'd be questioning why I've gone to to Alpha. I'm, I might have wanted to go to to Williams. Yeah, you'd think so. I think Mercedes have just cut all ties with Bottas, and and interestingly enough, something we didn't cover is Bottas still, you know, tried a little bit to do the team thing, despite knowing he's not there anymore. Don't uh, don't burn your bridges. I think uh, that's all that is. I suppose, but as long as he can stay in Toto Wolf's good graces, if something terrible happens to Lewis or George, it's, yeah, it's... I don't, I don't I ever see him getting back in the Mercedes. I don't see. No, that as a... I think Mercedes have got other options. And actually, another outstanding contract that hasn't been confirmed yet, and this is hilarious, is Lance Stroll at Aston Martin has not been confirmed yet. 
Interestingly, there is a dirty great conspiracy theory going round. Because do you know who else hasn't been confirmed at Aston Martin? Has Seb not been confirmed? I don't think he has. And there's this dirty great conspiracy theory that basically what they're going to do is move Seb to Merck. I have seen this, yeah. Yeah, it's bullshit. No, yeah, it was bullshit because it was before Russell got announced. So, yeah, I'm actually realising but a thing. But there was a conspiracy theory. going to move Seb to Merck. Um, move Russell to Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Basically, let Seb's and... Or possibly do a swap. Let Seb's and Lewis's contracts run out where they will both retire at the same time and it'll be glorious and they will shake each other's hand going, it's been good. Thank you. I, I imagine there'd be some sort of James Hunt, Nicky Lauda end scene at the plane sort of thing happen. Oh, yeah, with the plane, yeah. Yeah, with between, um, yeah between, between them two. Lewis Hamilton and his vegan boyfriend, Dave. Sebastian Vettel with, <laughs> with his wife and kids, you know, being a normal person. Oh, you can't say that. Uh, you can't say the gays aren't normal. But they're you, not normal. You, Their whole thing you, is unique. Their whole for... thing is, I am unique. Stop Stop digging the hole, Jimmy. <laughs> you can't go, I am so unique. Where's... Don't Let's dig. not get don't into dig. this we're not, because we're not it's just going to make me angry. We're not, we're not doing it. Anyway, <laughs> they do that, have that lovely plane scene, and then basically Merck pull out of F1, become an engine supplier, Toto Wolf goes and works for Aston Martin as basically in the same realms that Nicky Lauda did, which was basically massive paycheck and shout at people about how if there's a 20% chance I'll die. And then, yeah, Mercedes... Uh, <laughs> you got lost there, didn't you? <laughs> I'd love that movie so much. Um, I do, actually. I should watch it again. <laughs> I, I think... Uh, my, yeah. Um... Yeah, and Aston Martin basically just become Mercedes. Yeah. The the staff move over potentially obviously currently Aston Martin's based at Silverstone, that would then move to Brackley and so does, forth. Does this mean so forth. Does does this mean we can get rid of Brad Joyce as an engineer? Which one's Brad Joyce? Lance Stroll's engineer. The one that sounds like a massive dick like ninety percent of the time. To be fair, if you had to talk to Stroll on a daily basis. He's Canadian. He should be nice, but he's not. <laughs> Lance, you I'm, seen... Lance Stroll I'm talking about. <laughs> have you seen his dad's eyes? I have. They're very scary. <laughs> yeah. Again, not in the way of like a fight, but like I could pay for someone to have you disposed of. Mm. Anyway, let's move away yeah, from we've... Formula One. We have a quick MotoGP story to cover. Uh, basically, basically uh, Bradley Smith, who was a former MotoGP rider, went to the British Superbike round at Snetterton, did race one on the Saturday, and then on the Sunday didn't show up. He just he just wasn't there, didn't show up to the race, and went to do a motocross event instead. Like like as, any as you do, like any good man, he just pulled out without telling anyone. <laughs> so that's the MotoGP story for the week. That's all we've got. Because bikes are boring and they don't do anything. Fuck off. They are not boring. 
Um, now we need to get on to Jimmy's list of people who can get fucked. It's a considerable and, and list this week. It's going to be quite a long list, actually. Um, so we're going to start with people who wreck public toilets. Because something happened to me today, and I might actually get sick thinking about it. <laughs> it, it, was, the sa- it was the same guy <laughs> that took a shit in Belgium at Spa before there was when <laughs> Yeah, he's just he's just going country to country, <laughs> just ruining <laughs> toilets. So, um, in my work, we drive from point to point quite regularly, right? We, <coughs> excuse me. So, if you need a toilet break, you have to sort of plan where you're gonna go, plan where you're gonna be, and you sort of you have to commit to that plan. I have a shovel and a toilet roll in the van. Yeah. Um, probably would have been the better option here. <laughs> uh, so I went to this uh, public toilet that only has one actual toilet and one trough. That's that's because you were in the disabled toilet. No, that's, that's not how. It's just a small park public toilet. When I got there... And I looked in in the toilet, and I was desperate by this point. Absolutely flipping desperate. I could not wait to go to another public toilet. In the UK, we call it turtle heading. Oh, I was definitely touching cloth. Yeah, it was... A touch of cloth. Um, So, absolutely desperate. Whatever I had to deal with, I had to deal with. (laughs) Someone had taken a full giant piece of shit like Lewis Hamilton incarnate just the biggest piece of shit you've ever seen they'd seen Nico Rosberg they'd wrapped it in toilet paper not fully not fully they just wrapped it in toilet paper kind of like the swirl on a barber pole or like a lighthouse staircase where it was sort of only every (laughs) second wrap and then they <laughs> I feel like good? this story's gonna have an anti-climax, but the effort this person's gone through to wrap their shit it was can we just confirm it was an impressive shit, wasn't it? It was massive. It was like that huge. that person's taken that shit, looked at it and gone, I must wrap you. <laughs> and then they'd taken their their monstrosity. <laughs> Right, and they'd stuck it to the back of the toilet where, where the seat and the back of the toilet meet. Right, and they'd put maybe oh an inch, inch and a half of the head above where the seat line was. So if you were sort of on your phone, not concentrating, just getting in your routine, and you sat down you'd have probably the world's squishiest dildo. Right? <laughs> Worse still. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. Worse still is I could actually see the finger marks <laughs> in this in this piece of shit. Like little holes where someone had grabbed it and obviously forcefully stuck it to the back of the toilet. 
the level so of I commitment. Had to deal with that. I got a shitload of toilet paper and basically just used that to knock it down subtly until it floated away. I liked I liked to think but the finger marks you could see was the previous person that tried to knock it down. Oh no, no. <laughs> and they had no failed. Um, it was the only time I'd, I'd like triple masked. I found every face mask I could from the car and went right. What are we? What are we going to do about this? All right. So we're saying a evil genius artist can get fucked. It's just who does that? Who takes the time? I I damn near ran out of hand sanitizer. Some some, some crack addict <laughs> that thinks their poo was talking to them and needed to be wrapped up like a twirly whirly. Someone who's watched too much Mister Hanky on South Park is is yeah. what's happened there. Yeah, they were hoping that poo was coming to life. So that happened today, and I still feel quite nauseous when I talk about it. It was. Absolutely disgusting. (laughs) And had I not been concentrating, I would probably still be dead on the floor of that toilet. I would not have moved. I would not have got up. I would just waiting for whatever disease was in it to just take me. Have you ever seen the Family Guy episode where Peter's having a conversation with a guy that's got really his eyes are too close together? Yes. And he's just like, I I'm I must paint you. (laughs) <laughs> that guy looked at that shit and just said to himself, I need to wrap you, place you in a position to display you, and potentially reinsert yourself Ruin in someone else's day. arsehole. I'm not I'm not mad. I I'm I'm impressed. Someone went through that I level am. of commitment. I'm that, mad. I wouldn't ever do it because that would mean having to touch shit. And I'm a shy poor anyway. If someone talks to me whilst I'm sitting on, on the toilet, that's nipped that off. That's done. It's not happening anymore. It's very frustrating. There's a private I, I'm, thing. I'm not that way with having a shit, but if I'm not alone at a urinal, it's not happening. Nah, I've, having a shit can't do that in the public toilet if there's other people around. There's been times. Oh. There's, there have been times. I've not enjoyed it, but stuff has had to happen. But anyway, off shit story. What else do we have so, to rant about? So yeah, this podcast has officially devolved into actual toilet humour. We're literally chatting shit. <laughs> um, so other people who can get fucked this week, and we're moving on from the funny to the downright just straight up pisses me off, is umpires and people that defend umpires at and let's let's not go all umpires let's just go umpires at like a major league level he's talking about umpires baseball. who are no just umpires in general who are at the top of their sport right because the AFL recently um had a player walk past an umpire no one knows what the AFL is Aussie rules football Aussie rules football, right? There, there we go. They had a player accidentally walk past, and well, he didn't accidentally walk past the umpire. He walked past the umpire, and accidentally there was shoulder to shoulder contact. Right <laughs> now, for that, he's missed three weeks 
He's got a three-week suspension <laughs> for touching an umpire when he accidentally brushed past him. Right? Hey, and we, li- we live on... in a Me Too culture now, so... There, there, are, there are people on social media saying that that wasn't enough. So he's going to miss any chance of playing uh, a semi-final, a preliminary final, or a grand final that his team may play. So he's his, not his, his finals semi. are completely done. <laughs> No semis for him. Is, is Sam okay? Can you check on Sam? <laughs> uh, Just... Sam, Sam, Sam. Luckily, doesn't have the um, the, the major coffee disease going around at the moment. But she's she has been feeling under the weather and potentially. Sam, you okay? She's still making noise. <laughs> like the first. Eight or nine coughs. I'm like, okay, that's it. And then, yep, there we go again. There <laughs> yeah. it is. It's it's not COVID. She's just fucking ill. <laughs> anyway, so he's he's going to miss finals completely. And there's people on social media. I like to call them morons, who say that three weeks isn't enough. If you touch an umpire, you should be ruled out for a year. And I just think that is the stupidest thing because umpires do so many things that make you want to punch them and they're so arrogant baseball umpires are the worst for it because they have the power to eject anyone with just a moment's notice gone you're out of the game don't come back and they make the worst calls possible like these dumbest shit i've ever seen and then anytime someone tries to argue it no you're gone they, they're so arrogant. There's no consequences for umpires. But if you dare to speak back to one or brush past him accidentally, banned for life. You should never play the sport again. What I'm saying is there needs to be consequences for umpires in all sports. Because they're getting too arrogant, too complacent. It's we're untouchable. We can do whatever we want. And, and that's just a dangerous way to live in sport, you can't be complacent at any role in a sport because, but unfortunately, there's no consequences for umpires, and it really pisses me off to see them starting to work that out. I feel like if I liked football, there might be some examples from that neck of the woods that I could. I'm sure Stezza would have an example or two. Yeah, for but basically for those people in Discord that also can, can, is is there a ref based example to this that we could also bring in? Uh, football, so I don't know. I've got no idea, but umpires are given too much power. People on social media are too soft, and they defend umpires to the hilt no matter what they do. And there's no consequences for being a shit umpire. To be fair, this and there's no consequences for abuse of power. There's nothing that holds any of these people accountable for some of the bullshit that they put on. This does lead us to an interesting segue of keyboard warriors. Yeah, I hate keyboard warriors. Keyboard warriors in general can get fucked. Which is something, obviously, what going on the umpires getting getting fucked, and hopefully some. Some people can possibly shed some light on this with as well, because neither me or Jimmy understand, nor do we care for football. I care for proper football, but not that 
that stupid shit that you, you can't use your hands. Yeah. So, yeah, we. If if, so, if prim- someone's got examples prim- of, of the other side of things. Yeah. Just, you know, like you turn on the TV, in Premier League news will tell you which eight teams tied to it. No one cares. Play a proper sport, you. I can't <laughs> say the word I was going to say. Um, <laughs> um, we'll but, stick with wanker. Yeah, but yeah, we, we we also have some other keyboard warriors that we we want to have a rant about. There's, yeah, two separate groups of keyboard warriors, and they can both fuck off. Because, and that is funny enough, they're both as bad as each other, and then none of them really seem are. to see it. They, it's it's Verstappen fans and Hamilton fans. They're both they're both just so stupid. Just, like you know what? It's only come about in the last couple of years, and I can only put it down to, and it's the same thing. Um, one of our listeners, Axie, and Discord people and admin and all round really nice guy. He's a good bloke, yeah. He's 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 Dutch as they come, mainly being born there and living there. Obviously a Max Verstappen fan. Not an arsehole. Yes. But... You can have reasonable conversations with him. And he's and... he's like, I like this guy. I will say that I like him and I will present reasonable arguments to why he's very good. Yes. But <laughs> however, if we take the sample size of of of, of our Discord, and it's a, look, it's not Brack, it's a reasonably large Discord. And, I know and I'm not a Verstappen you're, fan. You're about to lose your sample size. Nah. I'm you, I'm you not are. a Verstappen fan. I am an anti Hamilton fan. So we've established that the, the main Verstappen fan in our Discord is a good bloke. So yes. that is 100% of the pure Verstappen fans that are good blokes. Well, there is another Verstappen fan that is reasonably unreasonable. Is he a Verstappen fan or is he an anti-Hamilton fan? No, I think he's genuinely a Verstappen fan. Right. Never mind. 50%. Of the Verstappen fans <laughs> are not cunts. <laughs> However, Edward, yep, you're a Hamilton fan, and when it comes to the Hamilton-based stuff, very reasonable. But yes, but in general, you I are a cunt, a, correct? I, I am a cunt. Yes, right. Uh, but not whenever about... Redshift, but whenever not... Redshift talks about Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> He is a cunt. I'm not. So one hundred percent. Let me finish. One hundred percent of the Lewis Hamilton fans in our uh, in our sample size are cunts. <laughs> this is such a bad way of doing it. Scientific fact. Yes, but I'm not a cunt about Verstappen. I'm. No, but you are a cunt in general. That that still counts. I don't feel the. Earth. To go onto Facebook and put up some derogatory bullshit that has no basis or facts behind it about Verstappen because it's fucking pointless. And also, I've I don't go on the only time actually I've entered into one of these discussions on Facebook was someone I don't know if he was a Max fan, I don't know if he's a fucking Marzipan fan, which is just mean he's a fan of sex offences, which would make him definitely the worst person. <laughs> but 
made a comment about the fact that obviously with the talk of, and this was about a month ago, maybe more than that, of Bottas leaving and all the and that contract talk stuff when we when we didn't know but we kind of had an inkling hopefully it was going to be George and and he put up going Lewis will never let George in the team because George will kick his ass blah 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 it's never going to happen it'll be Bottas next year and I've read all these comments for so long I snapped and just put up there oh, God, that's brilliant you have this inside knowledge on this. Which which department of Mercedes do you work at to know this? And that <laughs> makes you a cunt. And actually... It does make me a cunt, but I just evidence. had enough of it. We have further evidence that Hamilton fans are cunts because we went to another Discord of a very unlikable person. So quite, unlikable. Quite a long time ago. Is is probably one of the most unlikable persons. So, so we can we can we can love him in with the Verstappen fans because he he is a Verstappen fan. So we'll go thirty three percent. No, no, it wasn't a Verstappen fan. He was a Ferrari Vettel fan. Oh, okay. Back to fifty percent. Verstappen fans are not cunts. <laughs> but I will. Add, I he's probably I became... a Verstappen fan because I get the feeling he's just a glory hunter. <laughs> so I reckon I became... <laughs> A Hamilton fan, loosely, still enough to count. I became a Hamilton fan every time I logged into that Discord, and I am without doubt a cunt. <laughs> everyone who followed us in, everyone who joined into the Discord things, they're cunts too. One hundred percent of anyone who identifies as a Hamilton fan at any point after, say, twenty fourteen. Or whenever he became vegan. Whoa. Well, hang on. I have been a Hamilton fan for far longer than 2014. I I understand that, but there was a reason in 2008. He seemed like an all right bloke. After that, there's no excuse. I I, I honestly couldn't give a crap what he does in his personal life. That fucking doesn't... Anything for me. Me either, but when he consistently displays it on social media and makes it everyone else's business, that's yeah. when you get yeah. involved and get pissed off. Okay, uh, doesn't particularly bother me that much. Anyway, what we actually came on here to fucking say before we got into this... 100% of Hamilton fans are cunts using science. Science <laughs> and facts and statistics. 50% of Verstappen fans are cunts. Right, no. Right. Being serious. <laughs> that was serious. That was science and fact. Right. But I'm a cunt for different reasons, not because I'm a Hamilton fan. So you froze your fans. Yeah, but you're a right. Hamilton fan and, and, and that makes you a cunt anyway. I, w- I was a cunt far before I was a Hamilton fan. <laughs> <laughs> Since birth. <laughs> yeah. I was anyway. I was I was born a cunt. You merely adopted it. Adopted big cunt. I like it. Uh, yeah, but I didn't know but I'm, I'm as much of a cunt as you. That's why we work so well. Our, our point being, the irony of the entire situation, which has basically become every F1 group forum or anyone that wants to touch themselves at night to fast cars, has a divided it currently between: Are you a Lewis fan or are you a Max fan? 
and then shortly followed by making derivative comments and treating each other like shit. You're yeah. both as bad as each other, and you are uh, fucking but, terrible. But using facts and statistics actually has saved the Verstappen fandom. Yes, Verstappen fans are fifty percent better than Lewis Hamilton fan. And I will actually, you know what? I have a Hamilton fan. You would struggle to dislike. Who would that be? Uh, uh, that would actually be my dad. And yeah, but he he helped create you, and that makes me hate him. Honestly, there he's the most likable, genuinely, he's the most likable person in the world. Yeah, but he created you, and that automatically makes him a cunt anyway. Nah, I'm sure he's matter. a great bloke, but he was involved in this. I, I get it from my mum's side. He's a cunt by proxy. <laughs> he didn't stick around. He fucked off for five years. Oh. Oh, that's that's more serious. <laughs> I'm starting to not like him for real. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> the point is, Lewis fans, fuck off. Our cunts. Max fans, fuck off. A slightly less cunts. It's it's seriously, and Axie has put it beautifully. This has only come about recently on like majorly the Max side of things, and again since Drive to Survive, it's become about more for Lewis as well. But you're not proper F1 fans yet. <laughs> Fuck off, all of you. Enjoy the sport, but shut your fucking mouths. <laughs> because they're the same people that were banging on about, oh, why didn't we race at Spa? It was only a little bit wet. It's because none of you remember 1998. You fucking <laughs> bunch of idiots. It's because if I turned around and said Spa 98 to any of you, you'd all go, oh, what? no. <laughs> It's just I'm sure fucking... spas have existed longer than that, mate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they fucking have. It's very <laughs> steamy. It's just, I t- honestly, I love the fact that F1 is attracting new fans, but apparently we've begun scraping the bottom of the intellectual barrel at this point. It is fucking stupid. All of them. <laughs> And also, you know what? Oh, I love this so much. Yeah, hang on. You, you know what? Whilst you've been sitting there fucking banging on about how Lewis fans are worse than Max fans. Using statistics and science. Let's make yeah. sure this is guess, an objective guess, measure, not a subjective what? measure. Guess what? I have a I have a fucking subjective thing for you. What? Flares. Yeah, but that's tradition. If you watch any MotoGP race in Spain, you'll see flares. I don't give a fuck. And even our Dutch Max Verstappen fan fucking hates them. And apparently it is a running thing to fucking hate them. Right. But I I think that's less on the fans and more on security. 
Because clearly they're not doing their job. <laughs> no, I genuinely think at this point there are certain Max Verstappen fans. And one of them might have been in a toilet you were in recently practicing shoving stuff up their ass and then having to wrap it so it comes out clean. But they're literally <laughs> hiding flares. Assholes. What, you it's... mean like a thinly wrapped layer of toilet paper? <laughs> yeah. Finger holes I... and the flares. I, you know, I love the Dutch fans' passion. I been to Silverstone. That Orange Army was invading there when I was there. They're a really nice group of passionate people. That that they're, they're genuinely good. The people with fucking flares. Fuck off. <laughs> that actually, I've got one more person who can fuck off. Good, One because more we, specific we are, person. We are another, we have no content, but well over an hour. Yeah, we're very good at that. We are um, the best at that. So the last person who can get fucked for this week, unless you have one. I did. Um, but I, I tell you what, let's quickly try and do both. What, what's yours? Martin Brundle. Martin uh, Brundle can get fucked. Okay. He's just decided that he doesn't care enough about F1. He doesn't care enough about us to actually, you know, show up for his job. Yeah, and then we get stuck that, with And we already know else. he's a dick. He, I, I, I think I've told several stories on this podcast. Yes, of, so, yeah, he is actually a massive asshole. Yeah. So, <laughs> Martin Brundle can get fucked. Hmm. And that's it. That's it. I agree. Um, the 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 only one I've got is and just because where the get fucked series started, which is people on the road. Yes. So people that can get fucked this week is, and this is a kind of difficult one to explain, but people that drive on the road, like they are the only person that on is going anywhere. As in, they know they're taking the next turning. So they will not accelerate to do the speed limit or anywhere close oh, to yeah. that. Oh, they, hate they, these people. they will drive along at 15, 20 miles an hour because they know oh, I'm going to be taking the next left and um, I don't need to, to speed up. The, the people that drive like they are the only people that are going somewhere. It doesn't matter if you're... Oh, I need German to... sedan drivers. Uh, the one that happened to me wasn't a German sedan. It was a it was a people carrier, and I obviously oh. wanted to get to my next my next job. Obviously, Do you really want to get there though. Yes, because I'll, I've I've got to do a certain amount of jobs in the month, and getting as many done day to day means when I get to the end of the month, then I get to be lazy. Fair enough, uh, but. Yeah, getting stuck behind those people, and that you, you that you know who they are. The moment you get up behind them, you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I think slow drivers in general can get fucked because they're, in my opinion, and it's not a very educated opinion. Granted, in my opinion, slow drivers are more dangerous than fast drivers. Yes, that's actually been proven. Does um, it really? Yes, uh, I like yes. that. It, it, in America, just to briefly cap this one, um, basically, um, 
I don't know which road it is, but I something or other. It was an interstate. Basically, I don't know. But they obviously there were many crashes on this road. They Mm -hmm. reduced the speed limit down to 50, which only compounded the issue of crashes. Someone then suggested, but instead of trying to that you the people that are driving at certain speed are always going to do that doesn't matter but actually if you increase the speed limit so those people are no longer breaking the speed limit they are going at the speed actually it's easier to encourage people to go faster than it is to encourage those to go slower yeah um and after they raise the speed limit fatalities and crashes went down substantially which so what you're saying is we should abolish all speed limits yeah it wouldn't like have helped everything me... like the autobahn yeah it wouldn't have helped me today where i was stuck behind someone that was doing for <coughs> oh god i'm dying um 35 to 40 say, not you too yeah no i'm fine <laughs> yeah 35 to 40 miles an hour in in the 60 which is in in essence doing 55 kilometers an hour in a hundred zone for you. Yeah, that's oh, then it that drive me right up the wall. Yes, and because I was then stuck behind a, so there was that person going incredibly slowly, a large van, and then a people carrier, which was never going to overtake the van and the car. I just had to sit there and scream I... profanities at them. I would develop Tourette's. I did. I think that's a fact. I would, but, I would develop some kind of actual, genuine Tourette's. There's a very good reason I have the sound turned off on my dash cam in, the, in my work <laughs> No, please turn it on and send us the video. <laughs> please. No, because I'm, I'm quite worried that at any point, for some strange reason, if I do get involved in an accident, that it might get held against me with the insurance companies if just before said accident, and even if it's not my fault, they hear me calling someone a complete cunt-punking wankfuckle. <laughs> that might go down badly, so just thought, <laughs> we'll just mute that. We'll just, just you, flick. <laughs> you mazepin lover. <laughs> yeah. You love sex offenders, don't you? I just, I really want to hear and see the audio of you losing your shit. Because I, unfortunately, I missed possibly the best moment in CRS history when uh, I can't even fucking remember who it was. It was Benji. Benji. Yes, when Benji <laughs> took you out in Rallycross. In the final, I believe. Uh, and you lost your shit. I mean, something like, it might have been the final. I can't remember. Yeah, I lost my shit. I acted like a child. I did. I did apologize <laughs> after that. See, when, when he took me out in a series that I was leading, and oh, I ended I up that. losing that. was fucking hilarious. I, I lost that series, I think, by three points. And he murdered me from like second place. Oh, just yeah, doing yeah. some I'm... absolutely dumb shit. I went with the sarcasm route. I didn't. I screamed at him and then he left. 
<laughs> I told him he was a brilliant driver. <laughs> I that contributed to the uh, actually that's not even in my stats. That's what? That's seven series now of second. Honestly, at some point you've really got to consider is it is it you? Oh, it's definitely me, but how can I be so close? Always the bridesmaid. <laughs> and that was another final I'd lost because I only lost by three points. <laughs> God. You have the worst luck of, of and, any and basically, human. Basically, Benji cost me at that time 15 points. Do you know what? I can say he didn't cost me a championship that year. Uh, he I can... definitely cost me a championship by at least 12 points. I could, I, I could scream and shout at him, but he didn't cost me a championship. Rock, I, I actually lost that championship all by myself by murdering Rock twice and giving myself a penalty. I didn't even take that to the stewards. I just gave myself a race ban. Yeah. Artie's cost me a penalty. Uh, Artie's cost me a championship with the McGann's. How did Artie cost you that? Sugo, he took me out twice. Oh, that was the one I won. Yeah. So Artie and you tag team me from either end and cost me a championship. To be fair, though, if, friend... if I wasn't in those races, yeah, I'd be interested to know if I did actually cost you a championship. The uh, stupid track limits on a set of course that cost me a championship. Um, that time I overslept and missed the RSO one final cost me a championship. Uh, entering a pit lane backwards cost me a championship. It actually cost me the same championship. There's, there's a lot of incompetence on your side here. <laughs> what else have I lost? So much um, dignity. The fact that we decided to go on count back instead of the agreed upon final race between two people that cost me a championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I lost. I lost by one win, <laughs> which is bullshit. Because we're like, yeah, if if we ever draw a series, it'll just be the final two. We'll do like a two lap race. No, apparently not. When Jimmy's one of those two, we'll just fuck him dry. <laughs> yeah, Benji's cost me a championship. Um, that wasn't the CRS. Was he would not have that one. Aaron series. That was my own stupidity that cost me that championship. If I'd picked the right cars, I probably would have been in with a shout. But I wasn't because I'm, re- oh, I'm stupid. Was it Mass that won the Renaults? It was Mass that won that, yeah, in the KNs. And basically, any time we get to... Oh, I believe that was Mass. Mass won that one as well? I think it was Mass, yeah. Dizzy won the F2004s. Rock won the Tatus F3 cars. Um, Regal RRT Bungs won the Janetta Championship that Benji cost me. Bungs is which quick. actually he was he Bungs was phenomenally quick, quick, and I was so happy that I was even in the same league 
but yeah, um, yeah, three points. Benji cost me fifteen of those <laughs> <laughs> by driving off track, right? Yeah, I've, I've watched the video. Completely. I love that. Driving video. off track, coming across, coming back onto the track at a ninety degree angle, and then flipping me on my roof. You know, genuinely, um, I've, I've, if, if I had one of those moving picture frames in the house, I, I would load that up on there just to have that roll around as a loop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what else I've lost. I know I've lost. Actually, that would make it eight championships now. I am the Lewis Hamilton of coming second. He's <laughs> lost eight championships, not his virginity. Oh, you fucking bit your ass. <laughs> anyway. We need to, so yeah, eight we championships, need to draw this Six to of them I've lost in the final round. We need to draw this to a close. We're like an hour and 20 minutes into a podcast. We have oh no content God. for. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> No half points again this week. <laughs> Fully committed always, but pull out just in time. <laughs> no, I've blown my load. She's had the kid <laughs> and he's moved out of home in the time it's taken to do this podcast. Good God. Uh, <laughs> right. We will we will join you next week for a um review of the Monza and second sprint qualifying, which will be terrible. Oh. I imagine. Yeah, no, no, because Monza, you can really, really overtake and they have to get through turn one. I'm excited for that. I didn't know that was a thing. Yep. Yes, I'm going to love that. I'm assuming the bikes are coming back on as well next week. I don't know that for certain, but I pray to God because I missed MotoGP already. Nobody cares. Fuck off. Um, And we will have some more people that can get fucked. Lots of them. I, yep. I hope to dear God there's not another toilet story or I may throw up. Can you go back to the same toilet and check like just on a weekly basis? Maybe leave a note. I will Yeah, I will I will go back to that same toilet and give you updates. <laughs> just need to know whether there's a cereal poo wrapper. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't his poo. Maybe he just sort of poo someone else oh, left and wrapped that's it. Worse. There's, no. There's so many questions here. Right, so Main stories next week won't be Monza. It'll be, can Jimmy solve the mystery of this poo? <laughs> yes. And and the main headlights from today are uh, George Russell might do okay. And using statistics and facts, 100% of Lewis Hamilton fans are cunts. That's the main takeaway from today. And there's a poo rapper in that day. <laughs> <laughs> Right. (laughs) Good night. Very much. (laughs) See you next week.